0: The Parkinson Spiegel Show. I mean, you guys are the best team in Chicago. Everybody knows that. We all know that the afternoon
1: show is not afraid of anything, really. Yep. But afternoons on the score. Third down and goal. Fields, flings, back corner, more.
0: Touchdown there. right in front of Jesse Bates.
2: And Chicago scores first. And how about that throw? Yes. Are you kidding me? Bates had outstanding coverage. Field put it right where it had to be. Is Luke's, is Luke's position secure for next year, or is that up for evaluation as well? Yeah. I'm um, just like I said. I'm, any question like that, I'm going to answer it the same way. And uh, it's it's just going to be till next week. You know, we'll look at everything all encompassing uh, players, coaches, everybody. You know, we'll we'll sit down and have evaluations. You know, with with everybody and. And we'll do that next week. So, obviously, Sunday night, Monday, huge day in the NFL. Some people think there could be nearly 10 jobs that are open.
3: Man, as the guillotine comes down. And, we'll, uh, and there's do, already
2: a few that are.
3: Do we play, what's the French song uh, that uh, Boris and Bernstein always used to play? GP Pouli. <laughs> I think it's uh, La oui, Vie oui. Rose. La Vie Rose. Croissant. <laughs> France. That's the one. Yeah, that GP Pouli. Is that? It's the beginning of All You Need Is Love. That's all I know. But yeah, I play that as the guillotine comes down and another head is chopped off the NFL block.
0: Okay, great. Whacking Day is also how we refer
3: to it. <laughs> Whacking Day.
2: Whacking Day. Uh, Black Monday, I think, is the, is the normal, normal culture form. But mm-hmm. I, I, I think Iberflus is coming back. I think so.
3: When a coordinator loses his head, you just play, like, half of that, something like that. Oh,
2: I don't know, man. Like, Getsy has been so unpopular. it has been so
3: unpopular. Single most unpopular person. It With- was Iberflus for a long time, and then Getsy took over. Yeah, In terms of within well, the Bears.
2: But I guess as someone that wants them to draft a quarterback, I want to remove myself from this for a minute. Because you know me, I, one of my exercises for the show is to not actually physically exercise, but to like think about what I actually think of something, but then also like think about it from the other side to like mm-hmm. see if I'm missing something. I don't really know how I would make the argument that Fields should be back but Getsy should be gone when getsy has been the guy calling the plays during this stretch when Fields has been playing very, very well. Yeah. And then, additionally, if Fields was back and Getsy was gone, how do you get a great offensive coordinator to come into a job that has a head coach attached to it and a quarterback attached to it. Yeah, no, th- th- I, I I personally don't know how I'd make that argument.
3: The hiring part of it is really, is really big. Uh, this it's awkward for me because I've been after like week three, I've been fields. I'm off the fields bandwagon and it can't happen. And then as we've talked about a lot, as I've already stated a lot, I'm close to being back on. I need fields to play really well and ball out and get a win this this Sunday and beat the zone this Sunday. And that goes for Getsey too, because Getsey has struggled with that. So I find myself thinking like, all right, it, it, because endorsing fields and bringing back fields, that means you think, all right, we should be a playoff team from day one. And you can't ask him to learn a new system. And but still, I, I think you can. Well, I know, I, I, but I know. I but th- I think people that's would say. Weird. I, it's, I agree. I, I, that I think that's inherently weird to say. We're very close to being a good team, so we're going to bring Justin back. But here's a new system to learn. That feels crazy. It doesn't feel connected. But you could, so I end up you, being you could, okay with Getsy coming back if Fields is going to come back. I end up being okay with
2: it. You could fire Getzy and promote Janoco. You could. Same system, same terminology, different play caller. Yes. That sort of thing. Taney, can we play Getzy on fields from today? Because before we get to the calls, and we will get to them, uh, it just, this tone, when at different points throughout the year, we've been like, man, he's quick to point out criticisms or uh, things like that. Absolutely. This seems to be... Full-throated endorsement.
3: Yes, and and, and and it starts with last week where he praised Justin's development last week and says he's in control of the game, progressing through his through his reads. We were off, but last week he was much more uh, publicly supportive of Justin, noticeably so last week, and now this is this week. Here's
2: Getze. What about your partnership with Justin leads you to think that it's good going forward in terms of getting the offense to where you want it to be?
0: Uh you know the going forward part that's like again that's that's something that's bigger than where we're at right now cuz we're thinking about green bay right this is we're all we're all in that mindset uh we have a great relationship we work really well together he inspires me on a daily with his mentality his focus his faith all that stuff so we have a we have a really good relationship and i think Justin's you know future's super bright
2: man it's pretty positive it's man really positive his and supportive his future is super bright He's like, I'm not gonna talk about the future, but his future is super bright. Sounds like a guy who's like, Yeah, I wouldn't mind coaching Justin Fields.
3: Yeah, it really did reek of that. And there's more of it and Mark Grody will play some with us. At, we got at Bears five Report o'clock. at five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it it really did sound like a guy who 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 knows he needs to be hitched to Justin if he's going to stay.
2: Are you cool with Getze being back if you want Fields back, or are you going to make the argument that Fields should be back and learn a third system in four years? I
3: like your Janoco idea. I don't know what he's like as a play caller, but if he knows Justin better then say ken dorsey and josh allen got along there's your comp there it was because brady stepped in and then all of a sudden allen was more comfortable
2: i'm saying again that's not what i would do i'm saying that's the only way that i would know how to make the argument Mm -hmm. it's the only like if i was trying to if that's how i felt and i was trying to build the case that's the only thing i could come up with and i don't find it to be that compelling frankly alex and crystal lake is first up you're on the score what's up alex
1: Thank you for taking my call, guys. Uh, first, I just want to say, Shane, you had me cracking up the other day with the My Heart Will Go On joke for the award, so I got to give you kudos for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, on this whole topic, what I just want to get your take on, guys, was when the draft comes, what's the one scenario that you just don't want to see happen where it would just be a failure? Thank you for my call. Bye. Oof.
2: The draft. I the be, left turn? Yeah. Yeah. Um... You think Shane wanted that call to go first because he was complimenting him on I his joke? I love callers. From always have, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah, that's, that's a little bit how that one felt. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I, I don't know. We're not talking about that yeah, right we're now. We're not. Yeah, yeah. We're, I don't, not. I, we're not. We're not talking about that right now. Let's thank
3: the caller for the compliment and tell him to call back as we get a little closer to the draft. Ke-
2: Kevin, is, I just got to think about that. Ke- Kevin in Naperville, uh, you're up on the score. What's hey up,
3: Kevin? Bro?
2: Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, thanks for the, taking the time
4: to, to let me propose a question to you guys. So. I know that a lot of folks um, have had and made a lot of opinions regarding this whole situation with the quarterback position. Um, my biggest thing is we've always known that our quarterback was okay, maybe not the greatest, sometimes really bad, but overall okay. It didn't help that we had a below average to average coaching staff, especially at many points with Getze, with Ibra Fluth, especially with his leadership style why is it that people think that we're going to be able to get that electric talent, that top tier talent that Caleb Williams has and be able to actually get it out of him with this coaching staff. I don't. To me, it's just like, <laughs> to me, it's just like the biggest thing that people don't talk about. I don't know why people think that Eberflus is going to be someone to do that. I haven't seen it from him. He does coach up the defense well, but because we're talking about a quarterback and we can clearly upgrade at the coaching or just with our coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like we're going to end up ruining another guy. Like, I'm not saying Justin would have been elite maybe on, you know, on another team. Who knows, right? That's a lot of what ifs. So would you rather stick with think... Justin
3: because he's decent rather than try to get another guy? Like, where are you in that one?
4: I, I truly, truly, truly think that Justin is good but he's never going to be elite.
3: So you want to wipe just the slate that... clean. You're out, You're of the Danny plan. Want to, want to wipe it clean entirely, bring in the new guy and bring in a new coaching staff, etc. The full on clean out.
4: Yeah. Cause I kind of look at it almost in the sense of like, I mean, you can go to the Texans. You can go to a lot of teams that clean the slate, drafted a quarterback, kind of the same thing with even the Bengals back when they drafted Joe Burrow and, and actually have someone, that will potentially get that out of it. Of course, there's no guarantee, but at least with the resume that the coaching staff here has currently, they haven't really done that. Um, and at least, you know, with quarterbacks, our history with them, it's just like you're you're kind of playing your cards very dangerously. And then, of course, if next year, if Iberflues doesn't, you know, Get the best out of, let's say, Caleb Williams. Right, your history is repeating
2: in. itself. Thanks for the call, Kevin. Right, exactly. You'd be doing, you'd be giving John Fox, Mitch Trubisky, when you were going to fire John Fox, and then you'd be giving Matt Nagy, Justin Fields, and firing Matt Nagy, and history would be repeating itself. Which is why I thought Kevin Warren was brought in in the first place to be sure that you didn't repeat that whole cycle. So that, mm-hmm. that I, to be honest, I man, that's why I'm confused. Like I, I am. Last year, this is going to take me a minute to rework this whole thing but I'll, like, be, I'll be here last year on week one I wasn't saying lose out right it developed over time they kept losing games they started trading away guys I was like oh damn they actually have a shot at the number one pick it's in their best interest to lose out things happened. things changed coming into this year it's all about winning and Fields, and developing, and the QB1 party. And I said, like you're either in or you're out on Justin Fields. You got the Carolina pick. You got your pick. Go win some games. Build up around this guy. Support him. It's been inconsistent. And then you got the number one pick. Things changed. And for years, when I've been at the score and before I was at the score, I've listened to you guys talk about, like, organizational continuity and having some big boss who could – help them understand to not repeat the mistakes of the past. And now I hear fans chanting, we want fields. And I see Ian Rappaport saying, Matt Eberflus is coming back. And the fan base is not terrified of the possibility that they're not going to either take a shot at greatness at quarterback with the number one overall pick in a great quarterback class, something literally this town has never had. Uh And... Not terrified of that Ian Rappaport report, if they do draft a quarterback number one overall, that Kevin Warren isn't going to stop them from repeating the exact same history that we went through with literally the last two quarterbacks in town.
3: Of having a, <laughs> a, essentially a potentially lame duck coach in year one for a quarterback and wasting a year of development.
2: And even worse than that, a year one defense, a lame duck defensive head coach. The John Fox thing, mm-hmm. like you know, where his where where Mitch's offensive coordinator in year one was Dowell Loggins. You know, it was like, come on, that's not what you do no. for the top QB in the class. Mm-hmm. Like, like I just, this isn't like ancient history. This is last seven years, recent Bears history, and it, it's bigger than Montez Sweat and DJ Moore. You know, like it it, it is really about. Setting up the team, yeah, for next year, but for the next five years, hopefully 10 to 15 years, man, like I just I don't know i I am very surprised how many people seem to be cool with status quo when a real big swing is right there for the taking.
3: Danny I'm surprised. we don't know as a fan base anything but the success behind a defensive head coach. So there's part of this that feels very familiar in a way that's kind of nice to see the defense come together, to see the team starting to play well, so you find yourself okay with the Eberflus part. And then the quarterback thing, we don't know Ever getting it right. We have no experience. In fact, right. in fact, if we ask our fathers and their fathers, we have 75 years experience of getting it wrong. So right now, here we are. You're telling me this guy could be, Fields could be between 15 and 25? Hey, that's not bad. And you it's pair not good it. enough. I know. I, I know. Ideally, it's not good enough. But there's so many of us that feel like, man, it's not bad. And you pair that with the defense thing, that's easier to get right. We've done that before. Now, if we imagine if we had Fields who could get it, who was this decent with some of those lovey defenses, you know, regardless of whether the fact that Cutler might have been better, you know, with, with all, all those things. Anyway, both of them kind of have arrived at this point where like, that's not bad. That's not bad. I'm not right, interested in
2: bad. Why, why are we interested in not
3: bad? Because we just, we've just we tried many times in recent years to be great, and it falls flat. And also the whole league has tried to be great and fallen flat. There's a ton of number one picks that are, that are trash, and it's easier to point to that than it is to point to some of the successes. The successes are the exceptions and not the rule. Even Whoa. if Burrow was great and Andrew Luck was great, more often than not, that first quarterback taken is not great. Great. Well, so we, yeah. we don't feel good about it, and then Caleb has arisen with all these all these questions. That's why you get a lot of us thinking this is pretty good. This is trending
2: towards something. I don't want to mess with that. Here, here's the thing, though. With that, most number one picks uh, are more more number one picks are not good than great. That is saying the number one pick, first quarterback taken. It, but if you but if you said like the second quarter, more second quarterback takens are not great than great. More fourth quarterbacks taken are not great than great. But the easiest path to a great quarterback is the first quarterback taken in a draft. Yes, there is still a high failure rate, but there is a lower failure rate there than the fourth quarterback taken in a draft, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's just, it is. Like, yes, Mahomes was generational and he was the second quarterback taken. That's an exception. Hurts is great. He's a second-round pick. Exception. Uh, I just, I... I hear what you're saying. And I hear been, what you're you've saying. You've been snake bitten before. I, yes. This is just. This is just. You're not in a bad spot. I don't think people should be as afraid of it uh, as, as it seems like they are. Matt's in the car. He's on the score. What up, Matt?
1: Yeah, it's just the same thing every day with you guys, man. I love to listen to you, but every time I come on, it's generational quarterback this, generational quarterback that. There's plenty of quarterbacks. I mean, they got six years in, in college right now, so the next one, next year, is going to be generational. The guy from Tennessee is going to turn out to be generational. I mean, we're enough with this Caleb Williams. Nobody even likes him on his own team, and we're going to bring him There's here. There's no evidence yeah. of that. There's no evidence. The guy saying right there on live TV, "We're finally a team again. We're finally a team again." He was not talking I mean, it's about Caleb same, Williams. It's the Same story over and over again. Listen. But the best quarterbacks weren't the number one pick. All right, you could you could say it over and over again. One guy for Cincinnati. All right, but you go to you go you do Buffalo, you do uh, you do Jacksonville, you do all the rest of them. Well, J- Jacksonville was the number or one or second round or Dak Prescott, second round, right? Fourth round for Dak. Quarterbacks should be well, whatever. It's supposed to be. It's you can find a better quarterback than waste the picks. Or trade, I say trade it for the Raiders, for the damn uh, end rusher, and call it a day. Bye. All right, thank you. Trade the one pick for Max Crosby
3: and call it a day. I mean,
2: okay. (laughs) Amen. Terry Bradshaw, number one pick. John Elway, number one pick. Troy Aikman, number one pick. I mean, I mean come on.
3: Baker guys. Mayfield, number one pick. Peyton
2: Manning, number J- one pick.
3: Jamarcus Russell. Dak num- Prescott,
2: <laughs> not a number one pick.
3: Dax Shepard was a number one but, pick.
2: Uh, is, is that an argument to not take a quarterback number one because sometimes they bust? Uh,
3: no, but it, but you're not. This is why this is so compelling is because you're not comparing it. To whatever aging crap ass veteran you're having. You're comparing it to a year three guy who does look like he's getting better and is magical at times, yeah. as you know. Yeah. And is just coming off an unbelievably productive game. It's why, it's why, frankly, a lot of us are are struggling with it. And I'm actually giving weight to one game at the end of a season.
2: I, yeah, right. I wouldn't give too much weight to one game at the end of the season. I am the- I, I get the struggle. I what I don't get is the like I we have more time to talk about this part of it. But I can't imagine if Ryan Poles decides to move on from Justin Fields and draft a quarterback at one, mm-hmm. the idea that some Bears fans would not like that. Like, that is crazy. Oh to my make.
3: God. They'd be watching the development and seeing the guy go through some normal rookie quarterback stuff. And if he's not CJ Stroud, then there'll they'll be people going absolutely ballistic.
2: Right. I'm just saying, like, Normally,
3: you get the number one overall. You're thrilled. You're going crazy. So
2: excited! Mm -hmm. It's so exciting. The number one pick in the NFL draft as a quarterback that has been talked about in scouting circles for half a decade Uh as like oh just just wait just wait wait till this guy gets like he could be a bear on a good team. I mean,
3: I know it's a dream, but we just lived it with Mitch watching and wishing and hoping. The first quarterback taken, number two overall, experientially, it's very similar.
2: Had not accomplished what Caleb had accomplished in college, wasn't the number one pick, not as good of a prospect, wasn't coming into as good of a roster.
3: I know, but but what I'm saying is as a, as a Sunday game viewer, as a Bears fan, you're watching what is supposed to be the next big thing never really develop. And we all know there's lots of context there. And now you're watching Fields, supposed to be the next big thing, you know, it's still developing here at the end of year three. A lot of people don't want to go through that again
2: feels like settling to me. Uh, you know, well, we had it okay. It's not bad. I mean, he could be the 12th best quarterback in the NFL if things go well. Not bad. flus defensive coach, not bad. Okay, it's not bad. All right, great. One wins Super Bowls.
3: It's fun not to it's, be bad. I, it's
2: more fun. Yeah. To be great. How many people get to be great? How many teams get to be great? It's what we should all be striving for. It's what we should all be striving for. Hmm. Great at your job, great with your family, great—you know, great in life. You should be striving for greatness. Don't settle for mediocrity. Come on now, don't be afraid. This is exciting. This is a good thing. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we got a full line of people who want to talk about it. Uh, obviously, tons of coaching decisions. I'm faced with a real dilemma when Dave that comes in here in 40 minutes that we'll get to. It's Parkinson's Spiegel on the
1: score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. A source told the Parkinson's Spiegel Show on 6-7 to the score. I know those guys. Afternoons on the score. Brazil is uh, listening on the Odyssey
0: app. Hey, Brazil, good morning.
1: I listen to you guys all the time, and sometimes I work long hours, so I end up listening to the, the shows that come on after you guys, mm-hmm. Parkinson and Spiegel and them. I've been called way worse. Parkinson. Yeah, yeah, that's fine.
3: You've been called way worse um, within the four of us. Yeah, frankly,
2: the guy like gold zigzag
3: back. Oh.
2: I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't.
5: I don't. Well, we, we always get a chuckle from you out of that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah.
2: it's to hide my pain, Shane. It's to hide my pain. Okay, laugh we'll to call keep me phone again,
3: phone guy. <laughs> yeah, I did that yesterday. It didn't go well. You went in the tank for a little bit. Pleasure. No, no, no. My skin is far thicker than that.
2: That's why we have four people, though, on the show, though. Yeah, one person wh- goes in the tank. It's great. The other two just kind of step up, pick up the slack a little bit, and it's, we keep it going. It's an important thing. Every
3: once in a while, a corporate wants to trim it down to like one producer. Like, no, you don't understand. We're so insulting and dehumanizing. <laughs> Yo, that don't we put need that in the
2: universe, dude. <laughs> Shut up. How do you know they don't want to trim it down to one host? Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go, Jim. I did hear rumors. Here we go, Tony. About
3: that. What? What? Mm. What? You'd find another job. I, right. Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is Is to day day in, day in here right now? I'm,
2: everybody. turn to everybody. Well, we'd all find we'd other all jobs. We'd all find other jobs. We'd be very successful. Theoretically. The world I'd, needs ditch I, stickers, I, too.
3: I'd go to Wojo. <laughs> oh,
2: wow. You're always falling up. Jeff's in the car. He's on the score. What up, Jeff?
1: <laughs> hey, guys. Good talking to you. I have a quick question for you. Obviously, the experts have been
0: saying this is a quarterback-driven draft. Caleb is number one. Pennix emerged last Monday in that game. We all know quarterbacks kind of rise right as the draft gets closer with teams falling in love with them. If there ends up being three to five quarterbacks, almost of equal value, does that lessen the value of the number one pick regarding trade?
3: It's a great question. Um, I, I think Probably not because whoever you fall in love with as a team, you might want to jump up and get. We dealt with that sort of similarly with last year along with Polls' position and it did not end up lessen lessening the value as people were guessing whether it was going to be stroud or bryce young people fall in love with somebody they get their heart set and you can usually hold teams hostage against each other
2: yeah you what you need here is like it's a good scenario that the team's picking two and three both need quarterbacks That's a good scenario for the bears holding the number one overall pick. If you're trying to trade it, because in theory, maybe the team at three needs to jump the team at two, right? Right. Like if Arizona was sitting at two, they would maybe also be a trade down candidate, which wouldn't be great for you. And they would be a Marvin Harrison jr. Candidate, which maybe you would be trying trading down to get. So having QB needing teams right behind you is pretty good. But I mean, Washington needs a QB new England needs a QB in theory, New York needs a QB. Um, the Jets probably need a QB, but don't have the ammunition to trade up. Uh, Atlanta needs a QB. Vegas, you could, you know, like needs a QB. Minnesota needs. A, I mean, th- there's plenty of teams in the top dozen that could be preparing multiple first-round picks to trade up for you. You're, yeah. you're fine.
3: I'd, yeah, I, th- I think I think you're in you're in great shape. And uh, the idea that number two needs a QB is very valuable in that way. We'll have lots of time to yes. dissect the individual candidates along the way.
2: Yes, and listen, I know all of you texters that are making some variation of "We should just Ryan polls, This is very easy. Just whatever Parkins wants to do, do the opposite, and you'll be okay." Yeah. They should all just – we should give all of them their, their their number. They can start a big group thread, and they could just decide one person a day to text in that same joke because there are – Lots of you, and I respect it. How do you know
0: it's not Ryan Poles it's texting in? <laughs> what if it meant that you were actually a part of the decision-making committee with the Bears? <laughs> if like it if was, they hired you it's to a do great you, idea, to, you Ernie, of course, he brings you in. Says Danny, mm-hmm. Danny, we want you a part of this committee. And they just ask you what to do, and, and they do, do, do the opposite. opposite. Will you still be thrilled? What does it pay?
3: the video? <laughs> the video we saw of like where they put all the analytics up at Hallis Hall, where Ryan Poles like there was a bucket or a cylinder of analytics that everything <laughs> went into, and like all all angles fed into there, one component that feeds into there is whatever Parkins wants. It goes through an opposite mm-hmm. cylinder I and then it. goes in there. I get it. Yeah, I had to keep explaining it for a while.
2: <laughs> you, did, you did.
3: Maybe a little longer than this.
2: <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You got there. <laughs> I fall up. It's, it's, you too. <laughs> it's a good thing. I say that about Carm all the time. What's that? Uh, Falls up? Fired in Kansas City. Yeah. Went to Houston. Fired in Houston. Went to Chicago. Well done. Fired in Chicago. Full time. Now nah, he's, he's full time in Chicago and he's absolutely killing he's it. He's killing it. He's yeah, he's the best. Yeah. He's the best. He's a lovely guy. He's the uh, Of course. It's, I'm saying we would all be fine. We'd probably all fall up. That's how talented we are. They're, the man here is keeping us down. <laughs> Like, she, me. Yeah. Can, can, we, can we stop?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I
2: don't know, Shane. Shane, I don't know. Can we?
0: I, mean, I don't know. You really are the adults in the room. That's what we've always said about you. <laughs> you guys all know what
5: I'm working on in 2024: more the New, New Year's Grinch. Outright, outright
1: positivity.
3: <laughs> You're working on positivity and more cinnamon focaccia.
2: It was so good. So yeah. delicious. I mean, is he still a coach with the Packers? Cinnamon <laughs> focaccia? No. <laughs>
3: She's a dancer. She's a dancer over there on Kingsbury, uh, near north in Clybourne.
2: What is Shane's restaurant? It's going to have uh, French onion soup, oh. c- cinnamon focaccia,
1: oh, yeah.
5: and, and ribeye. You don't pronounce the I in focaccia. <laughs>
1: focaccia, whatever.
3: I
5: don't know.
1: And uh, I just got to eat it, man. Chicken yeah, sandwich, sandwich. it's
5: like four things. Smash
3: burgers. <laughs> smash burgers, chicken sandwich. Oh, Shane's place. Let's go. Just need an investor. It's
2: not a bad idea. Tim and, and, and
3: Palatine, you're on the air. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Timmy,
2: (laughs) Shano, put What up, Timmy?
4: Hey, uh, glad to get in one of the last shows. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Here's what the confusion is about what Bears fans want and what you don't understand. I don't think you have in your imagination what happens if Caleb Williams busts like Trubisky as opposed to... What happens if they just roll with Fields one more year? If you mm-hmm. go with
0: Fields one more year
4: and it really doesn't work out, you have so much draft capital next year, you just do it all over again. But if Cale Williams bust, you've got nothing.
2: You are back in 2018 with an awful head coach. Wait, so now he's uh, awful? But you want to run sure. it back with him? I don't he, want to run it back with him. No, just,
4: no, no, no. No one said anything about that. I oh, think so you, you want the are, reason
2: we're not in the playoffs. But so, but you so you yep. want Fields to stay, but Iberflusen you to go?
4: Oh, of course. If you don't think that, I anyone who's arguing for the coaches has like the memory of a goldfish.
2: Okay, but if you want Fields back, but the coach is gone, you want Fields learning his third system in four years? That's
5: okay. But, but uh, oh my god, he can uh, come on. You 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 can't really think it's that hard. Like honestly,
2: we've seen it be. It, we've had experts in here say it's, it's like learning a new way. Okay, but we've had experts in here say that it's like learning a new language and it's that there's football. a learning curve and an adjustment in you. Well, well let Yes, it is all football.
3: Let's let his initial point resonate for a moment. That if you do draft Caleb and he's a bust, um then you're back to nothing. Then you're back to uh, a a terrible terrible place that you were towards the end of Mitch. I understand what he's saying. Whereas, if you kick the can down the road by trading this number one overall and keeping Fields and load up with two first round picks next year and two first round picks a year after that, and you keep doing that until you find someone you love, hey, it's Arch Manning in 2026 or whatever. It's like the, a quarterback that you really feel definitively is an is an absolute no brainer. There's some wisdom in in doing that. Well, is wait is, a is, the, is the thought process? Wait a
1: minute.
2: I am not advocating drafting Caleb Williams if Ryan Poles doesn't think that he is as close to a no-brainer as you can get. There's always risk. There, if you trade a bunch of picks in three years mm-hmm. to move up for Arch Manning, That is, of course, also a risk. Mm -hmm. And frankly, it's a bigger risk because you're using multiple assets to move up. That's what desperate teams do. That's what the Panthers did for Bryce Young. That's what the Bears did for uh, Justin Fields. That's what the Bears did for Mitch Trubisky. It's also what the Chiefs did for Pat Mahomes. You know what I mean? So it can work. No one talks about the draft picks that the Chiefs gave up to get Pat Mahomes because it worked. But it is desperate to trade. Using one pick for one player – is not that desperate. It happens all, like, people also assume if you trade the number one pick for a bunch of draft assets that, like, oh, you're going to draft a great left tackle and a great receiver. Left tackles bust, receivers bust, corners bust. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee that uh, Jared Verse, the end from Florida State, is going to be great, right? or that all the left tackle is going to be great. Or and there's that
3: no a- guarantee that any quarterback they take is going to be great. Of Maybe course. they decide on Drake May, they decide on Jaden Daniels, of course. whoever it is. Of course. of course. So you've got a guy that you know has the stuff, and if he is showing you that he can evolve a bit and be good against the zone, show me this weekend, okay. you know, like then you've got a known commodity yes. here. Yes. And and the fear of the bust and the damage the bust does. And we talked about this during Mitch, you and I, on Spiegel and Parkins, a very different show. It was a very different show, yeah. Um, it, that, that the damage of the bust is it can set you back five or six years.
2: What? A part of it was that Mitch was a bust, and a part of it was that they picked the wrong guy
3: in Nagy or, and, or in Mitch. Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: right. Right. right? If they would have taken Mahomes. He's sitting pretty pretty right now. Probably. Right? Uh, do you think Bears fans would prefer C.J. Stroud or Justin Fields to be the quarterback of the Bears?
3: I think Bears fans would prefer C.J. Stroud. I, th- I think they would. Especially I'm not convinced of that. Going into year two of a deal? I, 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 I think, I, 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 I think I, they ought to. <laughs> right. I think they ought to because C.J. Stroud can do things from the pocket as a passer that we're hoping Justin Fields can do.
2: Right. So, that feels to me like part of the case to if you obviously you he polls did not have conviction last year in one of those quarterbacks to take them over fields and it was a year earlier in Fields' development than all of that stuff mm-hmm. obviously but i if, if ryan polls looks at this quarterback class and says there's no qb worth taking number one overall the the experts are wrong fine so be it then then trade down draft other players let someone else mortgage their future for Caleb Williams who will be a bust and build around Justin Fields F- fine like that great i don't think that's going to happen I but don't. it's
3: but it's possible yeah. once he examines all these guys of course. He's like i just don't feel better about these guys than i do about fields
2: yeah so i mean maybe i need to make that wait. I am only advocating drafting Caleb Williams number one overall if Ryan Poles has conviction that he is significantly better than Justin Fields. Your
3: take on Monday was or on Tuesday was trust Ryan Poles. If he ends up believing that he can upgrade, let him do it because everything else he's done has been pretty darn good and for the, the most part. Couple yeah. mistakes, but clearly he knows what he's
2: doing. And that these are two good options. Fields with a bunch of draft picks, the team is probably good. Caleb if polls says he's better than Justin Mm -hmm. with some draft picks and more financial flexibility, the team's also probably pretty good. Like I don't have the fear of the Mitch level bust here. Maybe I should, but I think you got a way smarter guy doing the evaluation process, and you've got a way better infrastructure that you'd be yeah. dropping him into. He's
3: probably going to interview just about everybody.
2: <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine he's going to do his due diligence yeah. right. the, this time around. I would what I is, would certainly think. What does
3: Caleb drive? Do we know that yet? We
2: know he's got a penthouse. It's probably a very nice car. Probably. Cars. Uh, Dave wants that in 20 minutes. We normally drink bourbon i've now had to entertain the idea of damp january it's been three days it's (laughs) parkinson spiegel on the score the parkinson spiegel show which is so amazing and loved by everyone
1: afternoons on the score
4: although my buddy i did want to say one thing about my buddy richie who has a disease and uh but it's it's an interesting disease he has he has a disease of alcoholism alcoholism and uh, he came to me, you know, and he told me, and uh, I like to look, I'm a kind of guy that likes to look at the bright side of things, you know. So I, I told him, I said, Richie, it's true that you have a disease and everything, but I think you got the best one.
3: <laughs> oh, son of a...
2: Miss Norm McDonald. Oh, man. Mm. Uh, we drink with Dave Wanstead. And occasionally talk football and tell stories and do those things at four o'clock on Thursday. It's one
3: of the great delights of life is to share a bourbon with Dave wants and try to ply stories from that man.
2: At, if you guys talk to him before he comes in here, don't tell him. I, I just even know the concept of dry January. I want to Probably spring. I want to spring it to him live on the air. But, ah, well, you don't drink. Why? Uh, like, I'm just very excited about the possibility. But, uh,
3: whoa, yeah,
2: exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, but Steph and I were like, you know what, Let, she was like, "I'm gonna do it. It's, you know, I've done it before with two pregnancies." And she's like, "You should do it." I'm like, Ehh. "Try January. Take the whole month off of drinking." Yeah, Got I it. do like that. Steph
5: only stayed dry during January during those two pregnancies. Yeah, that was a
2: choice. That was a choice. <laughs> hey,
3: true story. Reach that third trimester, all bets are off. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's true. It's, it's true because development is done. You're, you're supposedly you're okay. <laughs> <Popped> <laughs> out then.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't. know. Uh, development's done. Why, I, why I, they stay in there for nine months? Yeah, It's not done. The development is not done. Oh, okay. that, that is not backed up by all In, medical science. Initial development is done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Dr. Sitchenberg, I'll get him up right yeah, now. Yeah, thank you. Um, but so I was like, you know what? All right, I'm going to do it. But Shane had been saying that he was doing damp January because right. you were going to not drink for January except for like four or five occasions that you already had scheduled on your social calendar.
5: Right, like 97% of January I'm staying dry all of the weekdays
3: and there are a few weekend days. All right, right so damp January. I'd never heard that myself.
2: So I mocked him for it off the air yesterday. Correct. I remember that. And then last night, uh, someone said, hey, you want to meet up for drinks? And I said, yes. (laughs) And I had two margaritas last night. So, Shane.
3: That's the 3rd of January Tell me
2: about damp January <laughs> Right, so uh, you, you, you
5: stay sober the vast majority of the month Right I'm going out on Saturday, I'll have a couple beers I won't drink like I normally would Like I probably won't have whiskey, but I'll have beers instead And then I have like a trolley thing at the end of the month I'll have a couple beers there And then Sure, if, just a couple yeah, beers yeah. on a For a whole day on a trolley on a Saturday <laughs> If one more day pops up on a weekend in between Then I'm sure I'll have a few But the whole purpose of dry January mm. Is to detox, right? I prefer to look at it as setting a new habit. You can't go completely sober and set a new habit because we're not going to stay completely sober forever. Unless you just stop drinking forever. Where's the fun in that? (laughs) If you don't have a problem, where's the fun in that?
2: I agree with you.
5: Moderation is fun.
2: Yeah, and I I don't think at all that I have a... If you can do it, moderation is great if you can do it. Yeah. I just was like, I, you know, I'm going to challenge myself, try to do a different thing for health benefits. Let's see, let's see what it happens. And mm-hmm. the first time I was offered, I was like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Well, you could,
3: what you could do here is you could blame that person if you'd like.
2: That's an opportunity. I, so I got there first, and on the cocktail menu, they had like a, a mocktail. Like you didn't even need to ask for it; you could have just like ordered the drink and not had to go through that whole song and dance. And I, so you got that right. I didn't, but I considered it. I was like, I could. Just drink a mocktail. Yeah. This person would be none the wiser. And then when the bartender came around, I could say, just, can I have another? Yeah. And I would have kept going with it. But I caved immediately hey, man,
1: to the, peer pressure. the social aspect
3: is really, really difficult. Yeah. I have one issue with Damp January because um, I'm going to join you here in Damp January. We're all doing this together. Um, I haven't had a drink uh, since the, the first, and I'm, I feel good about that. Just a couple of days. What's going to happen in
2: 12 minutes? Um,
3: I think I'll have a drink with the coach. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah. I feel okay about that. All
2: right. I'm going to skip it. I'm going to uh, skip the drink with the coach. Okay,
3: well, well, if you'd like, I could be supportive and not have no, a no, drink. No, 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 no. But no. the coach is going to have a drink. And what am I going to make the coach drink alone? That's no, no, no. not something I would do.
2: No, I'm fine in this. It's, you know. Yeah, I,
3: what fine. I
1: would like to do, though, is call it... iced tea, yeah. okay? How's that? Can, that's TV talk, you know? Can we
3: call it moist January? Because I find that a little more disgusting and unsettling. It's an awkward word, and it makes people uncomfortable. So I think people we should People really go,
2: don't like the word
5: moist. No, they don't. No, they don't. I think both words may imply too much liquid. What about condensation January?
3: Um, Dew drip January. I, I, condensation January, I imagine just pouring it on the front of the windshield. You know what I mean? It's
5: not really our condensation happens. It's,
3: <laughs> I was told there'd be no science. I was told. That's not really I'm gonna science. go with moist, but I'm gonna I'm gonna join you in, uh, in in solidarity to occasionally drink. Okay,
0: okay, great. That's so nice of you. What about seepage? You know, it's you're not controlling, it. it's coming from elsewhere. You know, it's a good if up point. to you, you it's wouldn't have one. it. You yeah. Know? Can Just... sump pumps
3: handle <laughs> alcohol?
0: Shump
2: pulp.
3: <laughs> Shum pulp. I I mean I don't know. It's a lot if it's going in the basement like
2: that. I, I... I think, though, that January 3rd is early, is the (laughs) earliest I've ever failed a New Year's resolution. I think it's the earliest. Have you guys ever failed a resolution faster than that? Yeah,
5: about uh, two hours this year, different one.
2: Different one, yeah. and you're not going to share with that yeah, one Yeah, I,
5: I can't share that one. You can't share with that one. I told you guys I couldn't share that one. Yeah.
3: So, right, speaks, yeah. don't yeah. bring
2: it up. Right, we'll <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on. Note to self. It's, it's,
3: it's one of my resolutions is not to bring up personal stuff that Shane has told it's, me. It's
2: not to betray Shane's trust on the air <laughs> that's, one of my, that's
3: one of my resolutions. Feeling good uh, about that.
2: We'll set the over-under at mm. point .5. Well,
3: <laughs> one of my resolutions is to have a piece of fruit every day. Simply have a piece of fruit today. I, I, went, I went to the pineapple this morning. It had already gone bad. And then I brought in some cuties, some tangerines, but Shane brought cinnamon focaccia. (laughs) So now I'm all over the place. I'm going to have to have a a cutie before the end of the show. Yeah, so me bringing in bread
5: doesn't doesn't remove you from having a piece of fruit today. Forcing (laughs) carbs
3: on me as
2: always. How dare you? Taney, what you said in the group thread was very wise, though. Yeah, he, About, he Shane
0: tweeted him. it, I think, four minutes later. <laughs> so <laughs> Shane put it much more eloquently on Twitter than I did in the text thread. No, no, But no, I no, agree you, in premise, the same thing. It, yeah, what
2: you said
5: in
0: the text thread is what inspired me to word it in that way. Yeah. yeah it's a
2: Cat Williams, Cedric the Entertainer thing. You're stealing material.
0: <laughs> well, I just think, like, these self imposed limitations or restrictions are kind of silly because, life, like, Shane said in his tweet, uh, life is too short. And if you want to drink socially, like, that's fine. But, like, the problem is, if you want to do it because not drinking helps you sleep better or it helps you improves your demeanor at home, that's great. Uh-huh. But then you deprive yourself in other times when it's maybe not as much fun. But then yeah. what happens when you slip up, which is almost inevitable with everyone? Then you just get on yourself and you kill yourself for like your little uh-huh. mess up, and then it just those things escalate, and then you feel worse about yourself than before. Like you know, if you, I'm all for self discipline and doing what you want to do, but I think generally those things when you do January first
3: resolution, I'm doing this from now on. Mm-hmm. Those are
0: usually set up to fail
3: I, I think it's very very wise if you are a person with very strong willpower or self-discipline which you appear to be
0: uh with some things
3: not all okay well <laughs> I, I don't know what those other things are because you're not uh, 400 pounds and you don't uh, i'm close d- no and, and you don't you don't you don't drink a drink a crap ton yeah this the sweets would be a thing like that would, uh, be, yes. that would be a
0: difficult thing if i wanted to abstain from sweets or carbs for a month like mm-hmm. that would be a thing it would just be mental warfare for me and maybe i should i've tried to push myself right. for that in years past and sometimes it went good sometimes not so much but the point is like there's certain social situations where you're out and about and then it becomes a thing like oh i can't have this and everyone's like why can't you just have it just one time it's right. not a big deal well you know, we joke
3: so. about the limitation of carbs for me but my whole idea is to try to not die real soon like that that's the idea like and inv- well, that's I mean, a I'm, good
0: goal you should stick
3: I'm, to- right that one
2: down, <laughs> write that that's one a down. self-imposed <laughs> thing though tanny why it you is bribe yeah. yourself that's
3: what i'm saying danny it'd be like if you're saying sometimes you you actually have to self-impose some stuff to try to save your own life you know sure that's not why you're trying to do dry january no it's you're not worried not- about li- about living that long
2: I, yeah nothing <laughs> I'd like to. Yeah. I do okay. Yeah. It's all about the
0: reasons for. Like, if it's for yes. no reason other than other people are doing it because Dry January is like a big pop culture thing. No, no, now. no, 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 no. No, no, but, no, But if it's for personal reasons, then zero in on those reasons. You said sleep, right, Danny? Yes,
2: yeah, sleep to see if I could do it. I want to. I. I don't. I want to be sure that, like, stressed at the end of the day. Yeah. Pour that glass of wine. I want to be sure that I can turn off that you know switch every every now and again. And I don't deprive myself of that. Ever, I'm I, I, generally speaking. Like people say, I'm hard to shop for because if I need something. I just get it. I don't really deprive myself <laughs> of much of anything, like you know what I mean. So I like you might want to practice depriving yourself for the
3: inevitable time in your life where you have to deprive yourself. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
2: I just it's just a... it's a discipline. Because yeah. Steph was like, "Oh, what are you doing sober January?" I'm like, "I'm not insane. I'm like, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not You're
5: gonna, doing Cali sober
2: January. <laughs> I'm not going to not Northern smoke Cali, a little bit again. Like, that's, that's that's what th- they call it though,
5: Cali sober, right? <laughs> oh, they do. Yeah, where you, where you only smoke weed and don't drink.
2: Oh, yeah. So you no. know, I'll still take it edible occasionally. You know. But I'm not a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but I'm gonna. I'm gonna but I'm gonna, hey, I'm, so now I'm gonna. I think my goal is gonna be to at the end of January, you guys say like, how much did you drink in January for me to be able to like no. Yeah, two margs. Mm. Oh, that was a celebratory occasion, so a glass of wine, right? And. A beer during the NFC Championship game. Like for or you to
0: be able to lie to us and say I only drank four days.
2: I'm going to tell the truth. <laughs> okay. I'm nice. going to. My goal is to tell the truth. Same.
0: You sure you're out today, Danny? You brought some spotted cow for the show today. Oh, a blue moon moonman in there
3: too. Good. Oh, really? Interesting.
2: <laughs> you're the worst. I'll have two for Danny. This guy is. This guy's a real saboteur. Danny, I know you're plans. also looking to
5: lose weight. That's yeah, what happens that's... <laughs> when you stop drinking. No, <laughs> that was my motivation.
2: Like 20 no, more pounds. Yeah. If I
5: stop drinking. It'll melt. How off. about saving money? It's another that, one right that
2: there,
3: too. man. That
2: too. I'm not looking uh, to lose weight. Need to gain a little bit, maybe. You should start drinking then. <laughs> Good idea, buddy. Good idea.
3: (laughs) So supportive around here. It's
2: a very supportive place. Tanny, thanks for bringing in the beer. I'm going to
3: put mine right next to Danny. Good stuff. (laughs) You're welcome. Anytime.
0: Thanks for dinner all that time, Speaks.
2: You got it, man. Happy to do it. Thanks for
0: forgiving my wife's student loan,
3: Speaks.
2: (laughs) What a generous guy he is. Instead of talking Caleb Williams, you should talk Cat Williams. Have you guys watched it yet? Just th- clips, not the whole thing. Yeah, I've watched a couple of clips, and I've got the, the downloaded version for the for the ride home.
5: What was it, 8,000 books or 3,000 books last year he read, is what he said?
2: I An insane number. I think he said 3,000. <laughs>
5: like that's <eight> not possible. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it's not. Even if he was doing my thing where it's audio version, that's not possible. It's
3: eight books a day. <laughs> yeah, it's not
2: possible. There was a tweet. He's the Wilt Chamberlain of reading books?
0: <laughs> yeah, he lies about that, too.
2: <laughs> there was a tweet that said... Shannon Sharp said hello, and Caleb Williams said, C- C- Cat, Williams, Cat Williams said, here's everyone who lied for me, uh, lied to me and stole from me in Hollywood. I was like, all right, I got to click on that. That's got to be pretty damn entertaining. And Texas was like, oh, Danny's probably just going to smoke more and eat more ice cream. Yeah, probably. You got to compensate in some way. All right, we will talk to Dave Wanstead about dry January, Caleb Williams and Justin Fields being in the same locker room, the difficulty of learning a new system for a quarterback, and much more. Dave Wanstead next on The Score.